Hello, party people, and welcome into Freestyle. I'm your host, Stephen Weissong. Thank you so much for listening and supporting. It's really appreciated. Well, this is Freestyle, and once a week, I take the YouVersion Bible app verse of the day and create an impromptu Bible study from it. The whole point is to freestyle. It's to create something in the moment from the Word of God for you and for me. So let's get Freestyling! Here we go. The verse of the day is from Isaiah chapter 25, verse 1. Here's what we read. O Lord, I will honor and praise your name, for you are my God. You do such wonderful things. You planned them long ago, and now you have accomplished them. This is such a refreshing verse. Now, it is getting to be closer to summer for all of us and that means that temperatures are on the rise but this verse sort of feels like a nice cool breeze this verse kind of feels like you got into the shade a little to escape the heat of the sun and then that breeze comes in and it's just refreshing and well wonderful like this verse says oh lord i will honor and praise your name why for you are my God. What does it mean to honor and praise the name of the Lord? I, I think I think about two things. Honoring God's name. It, it, means, it means living your life in such a way where you point people back to God. It's living life out of kindness, compassion, truth, seeking the right justice, it's forgiveness, it's showing grace, it's living into all of the characteristics that God wants to give you. Does that make sense? It's God's exemplifying his character throughout scripture and it's taking who God is and applying that to your life. That's how we honor God. It's by giving our all to God, no matter what we're doing. We're honoring God with how we live. Now, praise your name. Here we go. It's, I would say this is, this is, we're praising God through how we worship. Now, worship is a lifestyle. It's not just singing a song in church, but it's reflecting on God throughout the little moments of the day. It's shooting up a prayer. It's having a biblical it's having a theological it's it's having a discussion it's being in relationship with other christians it's you we're praising god's name through our worship so we honor god right through taking god's characteristics that he's told us about himself through his word applying those to our lives giving god all the glory because he is so wonderful and awesome. And hey, that's a praise. God is wonderful and awesome. Praise is just bragging on the awesomeness of God. It's it's just shooting back up to God. God, you are so wonderful. You are so powerful. You are so strong. God, you can make the impossible 
possible. God, I just praise your name for the creation that I see, for the people that are around me. It's taking an opportunity to give yourself a perspective of positivity about who God is. That is praise. Why do we do this? Why do we honor God's name? Why do we praise God's name? Well, it's because we've decided, we've declared that God is our God. There is no one else before him. That is a big, bold statement that we make in our lives. It's the statement of faith. God, you are my God. I want to live my life in such a way where I'm honoring and praising you because you have saved me. You have rescued me. You have shown me the light when I was in the dark. You showed me love when I didn't think I could be loved. You forgave me when I didn't know I could be forgiven. God is our God. That is our declaration, our proclamation. That is a decision that we've made and we've committed ourselves to God being it. He is it. We aren't going to worship anyone else. It's God that we worship. And it's through God that everything else in our lives finds alignment, finds purpose, finds significance. Now, here's the best, uh, not, 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 not the best, but I just love this. Okay. I love this next line. You do such wonderful things. <laughs> I just, maybe that is the best part of the verse, but I just love it. You do such wonderful things. I think that one of the big things the Bible is trying to do is increase our spiritual memory. Uh, here's an example. Every year, mostly every year, the iPhone, when it comes out, okay, I am an Apple person. I own an Apple stock, so I am an Apple shareholder. <laughs> Look at me go. Uh, I, I like Apple, so I use that as my example. But every year, Apple comes out with increased memory to their phones. Now, it costs a little extra to get that. But so my wife and I, Susanna, we went this uh, last December. And for a long time, I have been using 64 gigabytes of memory. Well, this year I upgraded to 128 gigabytes. So there is like no way I'm filling up my phone completely because I'm good to go with my memory. Now, why did I do this? Well, it's so that I could have more stuff on my phone, right? I can have more pictures. I can have more videos. I can download more apps. I have more memory, which increases the capacity that I can carry on my phone. You do such wonderful things. God does these wonderful things in our lives. And he doesn't want us to forget it. God has done wonderful things throughout scripture, throughout human history. God is active in the world. He is part of us. He's, he's living, he's working alongside of us. He is energetically pursuing us so that we can experience his goodness. He does such wonderful things. This is encouraging because there are not so wonderful things that happen in our lives. 
We go through trials. We go through obstacles. We have pains, hurts. The unexpected happens. Our decisions get us in trouble. Words that other people say about us hurt us. There's things that happen in life that are not wonderful. But you know who is wonderful? It's God. He does such wonderful things. In the midst of the things that aren't wonderful, God wants us to remember his wonderful things that he does, has done, and will do. God does wonderful things. You know what's crazy? God does wonderful things with broken pieces. It's amazing. Uh, God can take broken things and give them purpose. God, God can take hurt things and, and give us healing. God does wonderful things. Now, this is Isaiah talking. So Isaiah is in the Old Testament. He's a prophet. What is he thinking about when he says wonderful things? You do such wonderful things. Well, Isaiah has the perspective of God freeing the Israelites from Egypt, the Exodus. That was a wonderful thing. There's freedom for God's people. Uh, maybe he's thinking about the, the wonderful things that God has done for the people when the, the poisonous snakes came in and they were, there was the serpent that was raised up. Moses raised up the bronze serpent and people looked at it and they, they were healed. Wow, that was a wonderful thing. Maybe what Isaiah has in mind is the wonderful promise that God made to Abraham, that his name, he, he would carry on, his, his name would be a huge nation. It would become a nation that would bless the world. And through the, the story and narrative of scripture, Isaiah is able to see how God is working that promise out through the story. Uh, one of the wonderful things that I think God has done in the Old Testament, maybe Isaiah has this in mind. It's I go back to the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve. There's this little verse in Genesis. I think it's Genesis 320, 321. It's somewhere right around there. Uh, I don't have it in front of me right now, but it's right there. And it's when Adam and Eve, they're, they're kicked out of the garden for disobeying God. Whoa, that's a freestyle for another time, I guess. But what the Bible says is that God clothed them which means some scholars think that maybe God took a lamb or a goat, created a sacrifice, and used that wool to clothe Adam and Eve. Now, in the narrative, it seems like a little detail, but we know something that Isaiah didn't know when he was writing. Isaiah looked forward to this, but we have seen it happen. We get to look back on it and marvel in the wonder of Jesus, who on the cross became a sacrifice. His blood was shed, and in that we are covered. What a wonderful thing that is. Oh Lord, I will honor and praise your name, for you are my God, you do such wonderful things. God wants to increase your spiritual memory so that you can remember the wonderful things he does. God does wonderful things. Uh, I think about the, the song, You Make Beautiful 
things, right? <laughs> this sounds like there could be a line in that song. You do wonderful things. You make beautiful things. <laughs> That's who our God is. One of the wonderful things that I think God does is he comforts us when we are going through hard times. God is there to comfort us in the midst of our troubles just as much as he's trying to take our hand to lead us into places of joy because of his goodness. God does wonderful things. And if you're going through a not so wonderful situation, it's good to remember the wonderful things of God. It's good to remind yourself. It's good to have space in your memory to be able to pull up what God has done before because surely God is working to deliver us still today. He is working. The last part of the verse says, you planned them long ago and now you have accomplished them. I love that. It's like, it's like a, a again it's a, it's like a good reminder that God isn't surprised. He's with us. He is with us. We have freedom to choose and make decisions and that's a wonderful thing but God has made promises and he's fulfilled them. He has accomplished them. God's promises come true. He is faithful to his word. Really what I think Isaiah is doing here in, in this verse is he is trying to get us to see the goodness of God's character. Isaiah is trying to renew our wonder for who God is because God's character, remembering who God is, helps us get through our circumstances God is working in us to produce his character through us. He is trying to transform us to be more like Jesus. And I always think if, if God didn't spare Jesus from going through some of the things that Jesus went through, why would we think he's going to spare us? He doesn't. He, he uses these things in our lives to work his character into our identity. That's what God wants to do. That's who we are becoming. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So if you go through a tough time, know that you're not in alone. You're not in it alone. You're in good company. There is a huge list of humans that have come before you that have had to work out tough things, relying on the wonderful things God has done to get them through. It's God's character that carries us. It's God's promises that give us the perspective to have hope. It's God's love that we need to lean into. These are all wonderful things. You know what I think? I just thought of this. God planned in to love us. I love that. God has planned in to love us. And on the cross, his love for us was displayed. It was demonstrated. And every day that we live as believers, God is accomplishing more and more through us. We might have some setbacks. Sure. 
We might have some stumbles. Yeah, we're going to fall. But God's right there picking us up because he planned to love us. And his love won't let us go. Oh, how refreshing is that? Well, this has been another freestyle. God loves you, and so do I. Peace out and party on. Thank you.